Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Live from uh, the defunded Austin, Texas. They defunded? Well, they defunded the police here. So, (sighs) I'm sure that'll work out. Sure, sure, sure. I'm sure, sure it's all fine. Sure, it always does. It always does. You know what's funny? So I did a show, uh, Drinking Bros, with Dan uh, that's out today um, that kind of talked about like my depression. I guess I guess I would call it some form of depression um, with not being able to trust like the mainstream media anymore Yeah. and everything that's going on. Um, I feel a little better about it today. What do you mean? I feel a little bit better about it today. Um, everything that I was reading and seeing like, is it, so slanted now, right? Towards this narrative of getting rid of Trump and everything else. Mm-hmm. That initially, when I saw these fake polls and everything was coming out, like, I felt worried. Where I was like, oh, may- maybe it's just me. You know, like, do do you feel that way when you're looking at the news? Because I asked this question of Dan on yesterday's Drinking Bros episode. Like, do you think about like maybe you're the one that's crazy? Uh, No, you don't. Okay. No. Great. I I was starting to, Mm. which is why I asked Dan. I said, hey, man, let's do this show together Um, because it it helps to talk about it out loud where it's like, man, every single article I read now I distrust and, you know, not to go too far 
conspiracy tinfoil hat guy, but like the more and more you start to distrust what you read and see every day, the more and more you feel like either a, you're going insane or B you you've got to find some other news outlets where somebody shares the same beliefs as you, which is why I, I obviously think podcasts are growing and everything becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. And then it also makes you look at like Alex Jones and people like that, where you're just like, Oh, well maybe they're not as crazy as, as I thought they were. And maybe I'm the fucking idiot. Well, I am, as you know, not a news believer. Right. 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 But I am a government truster. So in that way, yeah. Interesting point. So, uh, Tim Dillon was talking a couple shows ago about something. I'll expand on it for myself. Uh, he was talking about in the year 2000, how we were just a lot more socially stable and just a, a lot more socially stable as a nation, right? Mm -hmm. We just kind of were able to deal with stuff like Y2K, for example, the way that we handled that back then versus what that would have turned into now. Mm -hmm. Right. So like back then we all were like, well, you know, it's crazy. Let's party. But we kind of all knew in the back of our heads that they'd work it out. Like the whole world's not going to fucking right. be destroyed. Right. I mean, they'll scare us. They won't tell us what's going on, whatever. But we all just kind of partied and we were like, well, you know, Sure. It'll either work or it doesn't, right? Sure. That was kind of the idea. If that same thing had happened now, the divisiveness, the blaming, the not believing, the conspiracy stuff, the making it political, mm -hmm. who's doing this, that's the difference, right? Right. Whereas I try and cut through the bullshit and just be like, what is it that's happening and what do I trust will eventually work out? And what do I think is going to be different forever, right? Yeah. That's the only thing I can do now. I'm trying to handle it more the way that I handled things in 2000, right? Which was like, this is crazy uh, and fucking weird and I have no idea what's going to happen. But like, it's going to work out, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Um, if I it, don't know either. I don't know if but... it is going to work out. Like, it, as far as everything else that's going on in the world, like I, I look at... Again, I look at all the cities that all this is happening to, like Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Los Angeles. Um, there was a huge article in San Francisco today about, about uh, the housing market there. Mm -hmm. How like you couldn't find a place to rent there, and it was like uh, now it's everything is for sale or or for rent and everything else. And like that's exactly what's happening in Los Angeles. Uh, they just defunded the police here in Austin. I can promise you, in downtown Austin, that's going to be the same as well. But. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, last night I was up. The reason why I bring this up last night late, I was up and Burbank was trending, mm -hmm. right? Obviously spent a lot of time in Los Angeles and I was like, whoa, what happened in Burbank? Uh, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube right now, hammer the like button. Got to beat this algorithm, kids. Um, when I saw Burbank trending and I clicked it on, it was definitely not what I had thought. So there was a series of prominent celebrities that had a picture of mailboxes. There was four outside blue USPS mailboxes that were locked from the front, right? Mm -hmm. And they were like, look at what they're doing. Look at what they're doing. Look at what Trump's doing. They're, he's banning the vote. He's locking mailboxes. I can't believe this would happen in my lifetime. Oh, why? 
lived there for a very long time, close to 18 years. Mm. They lock the mailboxes at night because people steal shit out of them. Um, therefore, there's been locks on those mailboxes for years. Mm-hmm. How are you just noticing it now? Right. Um, if you go to the back of the mailbox and you still want to mail something, uh, there's a little slot in the back where you can put your mail in over the weekends and you're still all good. Um, but this picture went viral mm-hmm. immediately. Oh my God, he's stopping us from voting. We can't. Oh, why? I'm tired of hearing about this USPS thing of like Trump's trying to defund the 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 USPS and all that other shit. Like, look, here's the facts on the USPS. It has been goddamn near bankrupt for years and years and years, right? I am pissed off when I have to go to the mailbox to get a piece of mail these days. I don't know about you. Yeah. Everything should be digital at this point. Yeah. Like what, what is it? What are we getting out of there? I just, when I look over at the stack of papers and I'm like, why is that even, why is that a, a thing? thing? Like those same people are sending me emails. Yep. That it's already taken out of my account or whatever, like correct, whatever. Yeah, why? Why is why is that a thing anymore? Now, if you're trying to send your gam gam something or whatever, like sure. absolutely. How often does that happen now? Never. I once, twice a year do I get something from gam gams, mm-hmm. um, and that's about it. The rest of the shit is, you know, Amazon boxes or whatever. Um, here's what I would say: Amazon is not paying any taxes, anyways. Uh, neither is Facebook or Apple or anybody else in the United States. Make Amazon ship their own shit. That's what I'd do. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Great. Uh, we're going to stop using the USPS workers and uh, make Amazon send their own shit. The other thing about it is with this, oh, the mail-in balance and all that other stuff. If you could go out into the streets to protest, you can go out on November 3rd and vote in person. There should be nothing stopping you, um, especially in Los Angeles and Burbank. The outcry last night over these fucking mailboxes was like, bro, you guys had no problems going out in the street and protesting. Go and vote on November 3rd. If it's that big of a deal to you, go and vote on November 3rd. You saw how fucked up the post office is for the checks. And that was when we were getting money. People were like, where's my money? Where's my Trump dollars? Where's that money from the government? I need it. I need it to live. You depended on USPS, and then you were pissed off because it was, what, six weeks late? Imagine a vote now of like, hey, eh, it's in 60 days. We're, we're about 70 days out. The Democratic National Convention virtually, hard air quotes there, is starting tonight. Do you think the USPS could magically turn around the fucking mail-in system this quickly? Not a goddamn prayer. Um, And if you're tired of people stealing shit out of your mailboxes, don't defund the fucking police. Maybe there'd be more fucking police around so your mail wouldn't get stolen. You fucking idiots. That whole goddamn state to me can burn to the ground now. Minus your family, obviously. I want them to get out safely. but uh, They won't ever get out. No. They're one of those. I know. Look, I know. Um, They're one of those. That was another thing Rob Lowe was talking about, like... LA is going to fall into the ocean. Like yeah. a, a large parts of it yeah, 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 absolutely yeah, yeah. are. One day. Um definitely be an where he's that'll at. just nuke out everything. Yes. Where all those mudslides yes. were. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And if you if you thought, hey man, like earthquakes and mudslides, that's not enough. That's awful. You know what you can add to that list after this weekend? 
a fire NATO. Greatest thing I've ever seen, by the way. Um, starting to feel like a zombie apocalypse film where it's just like, all right, we saw the homelessness and all that shit in LA. Talked about that. No need to talk about it anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the fire NATO was the new one. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of wildfires again, uh, kind of, kind of, it's about 65 miles north of, of Los Angeles mm-hmm. right now. Um, there was a tornado of wind that got caught up in the fires, creating a fire NATO. A fire tornado. If you haven't seen the pictures of this over the weekend, it's, it's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Look, we'll be back in a studio here in about 10 days, so we'll be able to pop up pictures and all that shit. But when I saw this, I was like, ah, peak 2020. Right. And then I realized after that, I'm going to stop saying that for the rest of the year. I'm going to stop saying it until we should do a show all the way up until midnight, 1159 on December 31st, because I have a feeling now after, after everything that we've seen, it's not going to end until that very second it just switches over to 2021. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not, it's not going to at all. Um, And now they've got the rolling blackouts on top of it. So you and I had talked about this on our show, I think two years ago, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. with the rolling blackouts. So I was in that. Um, and, and it was, and I was trying to think what date it was. Luckily, Twitter reminded you of like, man, I haven't been in rolling blackouts since 2001. And I was like, ah, shit, that's right. They're having this crazy heat wave in California. So for the last two days, they've had to lock off the power grids and just do rolling blackouts. So what happens during that is they just shut off all your power for four to six hours. Mm-hmm in grids, in blocks, and that's what's going on now in Los Angeles. People are freaking the fuck out. Um, congratulations. Uh, the, power, the, the, the power department or utility, they're out of money too, so it's like, eh, kind of left with no choice now, but to do rolling blackouts. The head of the immigration system for California, which is, she wrote on, on her Twitter feed, was like, I can't sleep, I've got two twin twin daughters that are up until two in the morning. We're just rolling around in heat, sleeping on the bottom floor now because it's cooler and the rolling blackouts are happening. It's like, man, congratulations. That's going to keep on going. Yeah. It's going to keep on trucking. If you didn't think a fire tornado was enough, let's add some rolling blackouts to it. Yeah. Ah, put them on in James, put them on in. Uh, but now, after all of this, by the way, after all of the, the shit, once I'm really digging into some of these stories now, I, I feel a little bit better. I felt was panicked about the press. Now I'm not anymore because now I know it's all a fucking lie. Um, I know you're not a you know big sports, obviously, um, but I, I do want to talk about this because this is a big story um, with the Big Ten. Um, they're not playing, obviously, and uh, we found out that the commissioner's kid over the weekend is running back for Mississippi State, which is in the SEC, and they are playing. Mm. Um, So the pandemic is crazy enough where you have to shut your own conference down, but your kid that's running back for another school, like, totally fine with that. Kid hasn't been pulled off the team, nothing. And as you dug a little further... Uh, this guy was just named commissioner and, uh, he did a, uh, an interview with Yahoo sports, um, about six or seven months ago and, uh, was really against the president wants everybody to go out and vote same Taylor Swift bullshit. 
right? Where it's just uninformed opinions and you should go do this because it's bad and everybody's bad. Now this motherfucker's in on it. So now I think, and I didn't think this before, I think the shutdown of that is, is purely political. Mm-hmm. But I think that'll backfire. Um, people in the state of Ohio and Michigan love football more than life itself. You know why? Because it's gray and the weather is pretty goddamn miserable there about 300 days out of the year. Therefore, they have nothing else to live for but football. You rip this one thing away, that'll flip those states real quick. Um, so I have a feeling Big Ten football might be back real soon. Once you see the politics of this, that, that it's flipped over the weekend where it's like, hey, man, we're all tired of the bullshit. Like, we know why you did this. Mm-hmm. Now they're digging up this guy's entire past. And, uh, and I think they're going to reverse it. I think they're going to reverse this. Um, and I think a lot of people are now realizing, oh, shit, the things we're doing to slant an election is starting to backfire. CNN, of all goddamn places, in bright red, finally released a thing of like, we think the polls are closer than what we've been reporting. Mm. Last night they did that. And I was like, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to breeze on into this article really Crack it on open. What do you think? It's the night before the convention and you're releasing this article. Why? Um, and it turns out there are polls where Biden was up by 15. Apparently, the lead is now shrunk to four, according to CNN. Mm-hmm, okay. Why? What happened? What happened in the world that, that really shrunk it on down to, uh, to that number? Mm. Or was it all lie from the very beginning? You know? Yeah. Um, I, I just don't understand how you think it would help you to lie about polls, lie about all the shit that's going on. Because truthfully, it, it would make people more complacent and not being able to, to... Is it a lie? Yes. How do you know? Um, I get the general the feeling s- that you have? sense, yes. The same one I had in 2016 where, and not to pat my own self on the back yet again because my arm... My arm is sore, but I was one of the only people who called that election. I called every single state except for Pennsylvania. It's what caused Drinking Bros podcast to, to blow up. Everybody went back to that episode after the sex one. You're welcome. It's all right because Jesse edited it, so we're fine. Um, to go back and say, hey, man, holy fuck, why? And I just used common sense. But towards the end of that one, it was, it was getting towards the end. I looked around, around the rallies. We don't have that advantage this year, and I think that's why... Things are a little off for me personally, where I don't have the advantage of going to the rallies or, or going to see where the excitement is because everybody's kind of stuck inside. Um, like even here, it's not fully open, Mm-mm. right? Uh, North Carolina isn't fully open. There isn't any rallies or any things that you can go to uh, where people are excited about shit. Uh, that's why I'm real curious about tonight. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip it on and watch, you know. Same with, with whatever Democrats are. I think Michelle Obama's speaking tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to see what this setup is. I'm curious to see what the ratings are. And if people actually give a shit about this new world that we're living in as far as like campaigning and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm starting to settle in of like, all right, no, man. The more and more people that I talk to, I think people are tired of the shit. And I feel a little better about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just do. It's a general sense of talking to people out in public mm-hmm. where 
I have had the advantage of at least going out to fucking chat with people and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously the pandemic means nothing to me. But um, mm-hmm. uh, the more and more people I talk to, like, I get this sense where they're just like, man, I am fucking all done with this shit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to translate in November. So my, my mood has changed regarding this. Okay. Um, a lot. And just what people really care about. In the world, because all the people like like Taylor Swift and all that bullshit of like, oh my god, I guess this is crazy. We gotta get jump out of there. This is fucking nuts. Um, really don't give a shit about that. They just want to fucking party, like you said, like the Y two K. They just want to fucking party. Um, I looked at the stats this morning for a uh, Billboard. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know the the wet ass pussy song by uh, Cardi B and uh, Megan The Stallion? Number two of all time weekly sales. Yeah. All time. Do you know it's number one? I had to look and I was like, oh, what is it? What would be your guess? Of number one? Of all time, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Pick like a big song. What do you, what do you think? It was like a big song. Old Town Road? Yeah, close, right? That's right. what I would have thought. I would have thought maybe Old Town Road, the Billy Ray Cyrus version, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or... I was thinking maybe Whitney Houston or Adele. And oh, get, of all time. Yeah. Of all time, yeah. And, and, and it was. It was Adele. It was Hello. Okay. So you have Hello, which is one of the most iconic songs of all time. Number one uh, most downloaded song in a week. And then uh, Wet Ass Pussy mm-hmm. by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. So I think we're going to be all right. Right. Well, it's exactly what I've been saying for a while, so I'm glad you're finally thinking about it in that same way. Yeah. Because it's how I've been talking about it for weeks. It is, but the, the, the problem is, like, and not to fucking be a dick, but, like, I read more and I watch more news. Um, after doing all of these shows, we look, we do topical shows and current events and all that, that other stuff, so, like, I read everything, and it's probably a detriment in a, in a time like this. Mm-hmm. Um, because you and I are people that like to go out mm-hmm. and talk to other people, very social. I, you're one of the most social people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And um, you're able to, your ability to go and make friends is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's everywhere you go, you are beloved. beloved. And I know, yes, beloved. And, and I know people say it all the time on the show of like, we love Jesse, we love Jabes. Anybody who's met you in real life, it's, it's the same where it's like everybody loves Jesse. Everywhere we go, and it's great. Um, it makes my life a, a shitload easier. Because when we go to new situations, like new neighborhoods or whatever, I can count on you to make all the friends and like the, the appointments and reservations, fill up, parties. Fill up the social calendar. Correct. Because you know I'm not doing it. No. Um, at all. No. Um, but I work 9,000 sure. hours, and it's like, hey, man, there's always shit to do. Even tonight, I got to do the last fucking edit on this goddamn book. Even though the oh. audio book is done, son. Um and it sucks. Like I get fucking four or five hours of sleep at night, but you're out there. You're able to make friends. You're able to make sure our kids are playing with other kids and having fun and all that other shit. Me, I'm, I'm reading the news and mm-hmm. I'm stuck in this thing and I don't have anyone else to chat with about it. I have though over the last couple of days and I'm like, all right, I think the tide is turning in 16, 2016. I knew. Uh, just from going to those rallies where I was like, oh, shit. Same way as I knew in 08 with Obama in L.A. I was like, when I was at those rallies, I was like, oh, shit. I see it. I see it happening. Right. Um, and uh, you don't get to see it this time. Um, I, I think the ratings you'll be able to see. But even that, it'll probably be slanted. Mm-hmm. Right? 
they'll probably stick it on like uh, ESPN eight, the Republican convention. And then, you know, <laughs> the democratic convention tonight will probably be on every single primetime network. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm coming around to it, Japes. I'm coming yeah. around. I'm the, just focusing on the things like this mailbox story, like it's a fun story to talk about, but it doesn't matter. Right. Like it's just focusing on, it, but here's the, the thing. It wouldn't matter if it was true. That focusing on the things that you can wrap your head around, focusing on the things that really affect you. Right. Yes. But here's the thing. It would affect me if it was true. And that was the scary part about it. So when I read it, I was like, man, the, my first glance at it, because there was a guy that I trust on Twitter that it was like just a comedian or he does but like is that normal really viral videos. Like in your mind, is it really happening that they're going to start locking mailboxes? Like, no, no. But so when enough like, people are reporting on, like reporting it and talking about it, then you're like, well, shit, maybe it is. So when you flip it open, you know, and you see a picture, right? And it's one of our thumbnail pictures where it's like, oh, shit. Maybe this is really happening. I don't go to anything that's like uh, hysteria invoking, right? Mm -hmm. So I just don't, I don't go down those roads where people are, are hysterical about stuff because nine times out of 10, that means it's just not, it, it was designed for that and the people are taking the bait, right? These hysterical people, there's nothing that's happening even right now that we can get hysterical about we can be pissed mm -hmm. inconvenienced uh protest um hate this need you know the economy awful uh the kids the kids zoom thing is something that's really affecting me right now where it's like i can't be in two places at one time uh -huh. and i don't see i don't see a world where people can do this like i am lucky enough to have someone help me and even that is hard as shit, right? Yeah. So how, how is it even possible? How is this even possible? So, so let me I ask can't you, wrap my head around that. This, this was one of the biggest stories of the day as well. Right. Um, and that, that, there was a huge article about it this morning. Typically, we'll write out like topics and things to talk about. This isn't on there, so I'm just going to ask yeah, you yeah, off yeah. the cuff. Um, because parents are in, this, are in today's article are complaining that they're, they have to hire either a full-time nanny yes. or a full-time teacher. Yes. And first of all, they don't know how to pay for it. No. Um, second of all, like that person is in your house or on your existence. And then your kids learn for how, how long a day are they on the zoom? Um, from, I think it's like nine to, or eight 30 to like three. They're, they're on zoom in a, in a classroom. Not on Zoom. You're just doing the activities and doing Zoom calls in between. Okay. So How long do the Zoom calls last? 15, 30 minutes. And that's it. So they just entrust Throughout. you to do all of this? Yeah. And there's like 50 different apps with a different login mm. and um, <laughs> password for each. So even though there's a landing page with all of these apps, yeah. you go to the one that you need and... You then need your password and whatever, which is some crazy like student code that thing and like it's not all the same. And uh, yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. So like forefront of my mind, that's what's going on. Um, but there's nothing that's happening. It's very stressful. 
It's like nerve wracking. Uh, it's really, really hard, but there's nothing that's like hysterical about it. Right. It's just a calm stress where it's like this fucking sucks. But again, with the mask and stuff where I say a million times, like we've lost that fight. That is out of my mind now because that fight that I had in me and I was fighting it to the very fucking end, wearing no mask anytime there was a chance for me not to, I was not right. That was my like protest of like, I'm just not going to do this. I'm going to pretend it's not happening. Yeah. Fighting against it in that way. The fight on that is over. Okay. So that stress can be taken off your table because there's literally nothing you can do about it. If you want to go into a grocery store, you have to wear the fucking mask. That's it. Done. We're done bitching and protesting about that. That fight is lost. And if you don't, if you think that that is going to change at all before the election, you're fucking out of your mind. So settle in and fucking let's make this work. Right. Mm. Done. That's over. Um, then you move on to the next thing. That's like, it's not hysterical, right? Oh, can you believe it? This school That's thing, just not, but here's the thing. This school thing would make me hysterical if I was a mother. Again, it's not hysterical. It's figuring out how the fuck to take care of it, being really fucking pissed off, but there's no other option. Correct? There's no other option. I would. They've given us no other option, thankfully for us. My friends back home, Brooke, what's up, girl? They're going until January. Yeah. I would have held my kids out of school. Zoom until January. Thankfully, we're able to, in Texas, thank God, we're able to actually go back full time in three weeks, right? So I just need to like hunker down, get through this, figure out how to do it. There are facilities. I don't know if anybody knows about this, but there are places like drop-in daycares that are doing Zoom classes. They're like 10, 20 people, but like at the very, if you're at the end of your rope, if you can't have people come to your house, if whatever, mm-hmm. you can drop them off at these places. You know, it's $10 an hour, which is actually less than a nanny. So look at those kind of places. They're drop-in daycares, and they're around everyone. There's at least one. I'm out in the fucking country, and there's one. Do you know what right. I mean? But it's that kind of stuff that, again, not hysterical about it, but it's... Uh, it's pretty fucking difficult and it will take you to the, to the end of where your nerves can go, right? Yeah. To that very last point, like on the airplane when you're like about to stand up and fucking freak out because you've been on the tarmac for three hours. Mm. That's right when the plane starts moving, right? Right at the very fucking end of when you're about to lose your fucking mind. So yeah. I believe it will take me there. But uh, hysterics, what is that going to do for me, right? What is tweeting about these mailboxes and fucking, oh my God, like it does nothing, you guys, like nothing that we've done as far as protesting or being crazy and fighting with people in Costco about wearing a mask. Nothing has worked. Nothing. Yeah. Right. I I agree. Nothing. So in that sense, the hysteria is, is not hurting or helping anyone it's only hurting yourself, right? So that's it. That's where I'm at, right? Yeah, but like you, you take today, right? Sure. Um, and this is just something honest for the audience. You were about 45 minutes late today. I didn't know why. And it turned out you were telling me because you had to fill out all these, all this paperwork and all this bullshit for schools and everything else, right? Yeah. You're just one mom, okay? Now, I'm assuming that every mom 
across the country is probably going through the same thing. Um, they were maybe a little bit more prepared than I am, um, just in general. But how do you do it with, with, with parents working? Right. Exactly. I had we're no a household time. Where, where both of us work. Right. Um, you know, and uh, trying to make that all work with kids is hard. Right. Now, luckily, you get to go home after this, right? Um, I have one more show, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is not here, right? No, it's here. I mean, I'm just not going to be on video. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'll be here. Um, but uh, yeah, I do. I do a lot of shows a week. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and it's like, how do you deal with all of this sh- shit? Let alone, let's say you were a single mom out there. How do you deal with all this shit? Yeah. Because um, school is should be back in right now. Mm-hmm. Typically, tomorrow is the first day. Yeah. Um, for everybody to go back to school and all that other shit. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't. Because I don't know what 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 the drop off thing is either. So, all right, great, man. If you're not going to have kids in class, but you're going to have drop off daycares open, what's the fucking difference? Right. As far as the coronavirus is concerned, it's because they're private, right? So private schools, they're fully going. If you want to pay, yeah, you don't have to deal with this stuff, right? <laughs> like, there's private schools, there's private daycares, there's private all kinds of stuff. That are you are saying not- if you're rich, you can beat the coronavirus? I'm saying if you're rich, you don't have to deal with the stresses <laughs> of the real world. You just don't, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's possible. Again, thankfully, I can afford, and it's very lucky, and I don't know, we'll see after. Yeah. But, yeah, luckily, I can afford... And, and found a place that can, then, that can help me with it. But um, yeah, I don't can. see, I don't see how this works. I don't see how it works. I don't but either. I, again. You know who can afford it today? Who? Ryan Reynolds. Oh, what happened with Ryan him? Ryan Reynolds. Again, a lot of last minute flurry of stories here before we sure. started. And I was like, God damn it. Um, that gin company. Yeah. That aviation gin. Did he sell it? Sold it. Sold it to the same company that bought Casamigos, which was George Clooney's mm. tequila company. Um, if you don't remember that, George Clooney sold that company for $3 billion. Billion, billion. He had two other partners, Randy Gerber and somebody else, and uh, they each got a billion apiece. Um, Ryan Reynolds has had this gin company for two years. I'm going to just tip my hat one second to him for that. Peloton girl commercial, mm-hmm. the timing, the everything of that yep. was quintessence. Yes. Ryan Reynolds and eh, what? I'm look, here's the thing. I like gin. Right. It's okay. Gin is a summertime drink of like, oh, hey, I'm having G and T's at the beach, you know, and Myrtle or fucking. Right. Hilton Head or wherever sure. you are, Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Sure. Wherever you are, I'm having some G&Ts, right? You know? A you didn't name like one like really nice place. It was all like dirty, no. dirty birds. Yeah. Okay. There's okay. a reason I'm doing that. Sure, 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 because sure. Because you're a fucking dirt bag. If you're drinking gin straight up, like you're a dirt bag. Either you're oh. making a martini out of yeah. it, right? Which is rare. It's still rare. A gin martini is a classy drink. It is. You're not a dirt bag. It, it is. But you're drinking that at a bar. You're not making that at your house of like, oh, hey, here's, here's fucking gin. Gin is the last thing at a party. You ever, you ever at a house party at the end of the night and you're like, man, I could use one more drink. And then the only two bottles left are a full bottle of gin 
and a full bottle of tequila because nobody's drinking that shit. And vermouth, which is what I Correct. did one night, which was like got drunk off of vermouth, which is a hard thing to yeah. do, guys. That alcohol content is real, real low. But if you do drink enough of it, you'll uh, be good to go. It's like digging up all the resin out of your bowl yeah, and then yeah, yeah, smoking yeah, yeah, the yeah, resin yeah, yeah. after that yeah. just to get high. Um, therefore, there is no reason a gin company should sell for $610 million. That is two years old. There's, I never, like, as, as much marketing as they've done with the gin and the Peloton mm. thing, it's great. Have you shown up to one person's house and they're like, hey, man, got you some gin. No, Got but you I, some aviation gin. No, but I will say that any of these, and we're now in the land of the... Um, hipster drink place yeah yeah right the many many hipster drink places where yeah. it takes 30 minutes to make the drink you and, it's, yeah. and you light a little ah. light a little thing on fire yeah. and you're like two sips and it's gone because the ice cube is as big as the fucking glass in there exactly and they only put like yeah. one shot in anyways they'll light this wispy baby those, hair on fire and yes, put that in there yeah <laughs> yeah the essence of like yeah yeah nope um so I will say all of those have gin. So a lot of those, the, the base is yep. gin, right? So yep. if he is giving, if there's some kind of deal to bars or if that's their well or their like second <laughs> shelf or something like, look, it's something. It's not nothing. It, it is. Um, but when I read how the deal came together, hmm. um, it wasn't like Ryan Reynolds had this lifelong affinity for gin look the rock is doing it now with his bullshit tequila company and uh, it pisses me off just the same way right the rock every fucking thing he does now is terramana terramana you know what go great with this oh it's my cheat day i'm gonna have vanilla ice cream and terramana right. uh, infused fucking bullshit on there no you're not you don't fucking drink the rock doesn't fucking drink you can't drink that much and do that many steroids you don't drink it's a, it's a power play you're mm -hmm. gonna sell that company for a gajillion dollars and that's fine mm -hmm. but jesus christ man like for real for the last year oh, i'm a, a serious tequila drinker now oh are you because you've never drank in a day in your fucking life. But now, oh, man, is this big, it's big business. So when Ryan Reynolds' deal came together this morning, they had said that William Morris, which was his agency, partnered him up mm -hmm. with a liquor company to sell celebrity-wise and do all this shit. It is great if you're able to do it that. It is great. And look, when you sell your company for million, million, Gin. billion, I would hate to hear someone saying bad things about you. No, I wouldn't. If, if I never drank, and I'm like, that'd be like me trying to sell you fucking uh, cocaine that doesn't get you high, you know? Right. Oh, hey. I will say, um, back on this cheat day, I had a cheat day yesterday and gained seven pounds. <laughs> so, you know, it is not possible to do. Do you know what I mean? And The Rock, you know, The Rock maybe could have a cheat day. I cannot. I'm not on steroids. I'm not on any of no, that stuff. No. I'm not on the uh, Whitney Cummings NAD injections. But what the fuck is that? It's this new fucking thing, dude. All it? the motherfuckers are doing it. It's it? like youth juice. You get youth juice injected. I don't know, Do you know what, what that it is. is. Georgia? Uh, no, that new shit Yeah, NAD injections and speed and stuff. Yeah, and throwing what? up. And throwing up. She's just trying to keep it together. She's having a real hard time right now. But I can, yeah, I can tell you why. But 
Um, yeah, because we all are, right? It's like, do whatever you got to do. Legal no. speed, throw up, inject yourself with youth juice. I mean, thank you. I would be there if that's all I needed to worry about. I just need to make sure my kids are fucking get through school. Otherwise, I would be really focusing on me. Um, Boy. Craig Dulesky wants to know, what's your favorite gin? I think I might know. Yes, go ahead. Beef eater? Beef eater, correct. Yeah, it's a family thing. Your correct. dad likes it too. Anyway. Uh, so, and here's the thing. So, because somebody wrote on here, um, Kevin Balderas, he wrote on here, uh, dude, what about dirty martinis and shit like that? Yes. But I only make those at a restaurant. You start making those at your house um, on a nightly basis, like you got some fuck, you got you get some fucking problems. I uh, don't know. That's very classy. But again, I, where in am the I 1960s, keeping? Sixties. If you're gonna smoke a pack of Winston's and have a dirty martini after work, like, dude, I do like someone that makes a martini intense. at their house. I, I have I do to too. say, I do too. But it's very classy. On There's a rare, a... It's it's usually on rare occasions. It's not every goddamn night. Oh, but what a dream! Gin every night. Well, that's what I'm going to do on the second half, right? Probably not gin, but the second half I, is going to be like making martinis. Straight up hard alcohol every day yeah. is really fucking harsh on your system. Like, Fair. For real. And look, you, there, no one loves to party more than I do. Clearly. Everyone knows that. But I have a fucking thing where it's just like, man, I, I, I'll put it this way. We've lived here, what, two months now? I, I don't even know where the liquor store is. I mean, been. Oh. You know? Have, yeah, I have. Like, oh, you, bird, you know where it is? Oh, yeah, I bird dogged that thing you, right away. What'd you get? I didn't get anything, but I know where it is. I know that it's open. I know their hours. Gotcha. gotcha I know gotcha, the gotcha. address. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I know where it is. Yeah. If there's some kind of party happening and I need to hit the grocery store, liquor store, you know what I mean? So for me... Cupcake shop. Here's the deal. Skull and cake bones. Yes, yeah, skull and cake bones. What up? What up? For me, it's this weird fucking cake store here that we're I laugh every with. time I pass it, and I can't wait to get a cake from Skull and Cake Bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it gets me every time. Any business that's named like a fun little play on any kind of... I'm a big fan. There I'm was, a big uh, fan. It's not usually, yeah. There was a place in New Jersey, this coffee shop called How You Brewin'. How You Brewin', that was a great one. Big fan. Big There's fan uh, Nothing Bunt Cakes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing Bunt Cakes. Um, that's a great Hair one. Hair salons are, are Hair big salons ones. They, are they always a good have names one. for them. Um, but anyways, Curl Up and Die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I've seen those a lot. Um, Hot Root. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but back to the fucking gin thing real quick. Sure, here. sorry, I hate to talk about fun things. Go no, on. no, no. That's no, it's a I fun know. Thing. Let's get serious. But having gin every Let's night is Let's get too serious. Intense. How are you gonna have gin every night? You can't drink. Oh, okay. Now you want to fight? All right. <laughs> now you want to fight? I can't drink. You're a two gin. glass of red wine, girl. I am not a. I'm gonna drink gin. No, I'm not. But it's aspirational, right? <laughs> Just like anything that in, in marketing in life that, that I get sold or that people get sold, it's all aspirational. You're going to think, oh, I'm going to start doing this, right? You know yeah. what? I'm going to be a martini gal. Yeah. So you buy your one bottle. That's all Ryan Reynolds needs, right? It's just one person to think that maybe they're going to start to be a gin gal. Do you think he even drinks? Um, he was the first one juicing for uh, Blade Trinity, by the way. Dead serious. I don't know. I think that those people, I, I see people like that, Jennifer Lopez, her, uh, Blake Lively. She doesn't fucking drink. Him. Jennifer Lopez Exactly. Do like anything. these very successful 
people that, you know, uh, look great all the fucking time. Like they real in real life are quite boring, right? Yeah. That's yeah, the answer. That's the, that's the letting you behind the curtain answer to all of this. Like, you and I had this conversation on Saturday night. We, yeah. had, we had date night. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about like, I was actually talking about how much I loved you. Cause I was like, look, there is nobody in the past that was that fucking interesting to me that I was just like, eh. um, no matter who it was I've dated or blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. And it is true. And all of these people that you see, cause chances are I've worked with them at one point or another are boring as shit in real life where you're like, man, I would never hang with those people. I could name the cool ones on one hand. Right. One hand that I've worked with where I was I like, forget. that is totally genuine who it is. We were talking about someone specific. Like people are like, well, because I don't think guys and girls can be friends. Yeah. I just don't true. think they I can. Right. It. So yeah. when you're like, oh, that's my friend. I'm like, is it? Yeah. Is it your friend? Did you try and date? It didn't work out. Right. Whatever, whatever. Right. And there was one that you were like, I was like, oh, what about this one? And you're like, oh, you know, it just something like the timing wasn't the answer was not good. Right. Which started us on this conversation where you're like, either the timing wasn't right or oh, no, 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 she no. would have never went for me. Something where it was like, <laughs> listen, she was one of the cool but, ones, though. Right. We can say who it is. I don't give a shit. Anyways, De- it, Desi. No, it was Olivia, Olivia Munn is what we were talking about. Was Olivia Munn or yeah. Desi? And I was like, look, no, I, I was like, okay. Olivia Munn, like, hands down. Like, you would have gone. Like, if you're at home and you're like, dude, is Olivia Munn hot and cool and right. fun? Blast all of it, yes. Um, when we, we did this thing together for Funny or Die, and... Uh, I think you said I tried or something. I'm like, what about well, Olivia no, Munn? You're like, I tried. She always had a serious boyfriend. That was your answer. Correct. And I was just like... That was the answer. But for Olivia Munn, Yes. <laughs> That's, that's one of five out there. So if you're out there and you're like, who is it? Who was one of the five? Olivia Munns. She was one of them. A hundred percent. But uh, what you see, like all the funny, hilarious shit. Yes, that's her. Now on the Ryan Reynolds thing. And she's still single. Why? Well, when you date a gay man who's a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers mm. that long, you think you can turn a gay man? I, have you been in a relationship where you thought you could turn a gay man? No. Okay. No, I'm not. Attra- I'm not attracted to any um, bit of. But we've all had friends. Femininity. In we've all any had friends. Way. You show up at a dinner party where you're like, "Hey, man, your husband's gay. That's a homosexual yeah, man yeah, you're yeah, with." Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, not sure, that there's anything sure. wrong with that, but you know no. that, right? No. Yeah. I actually no. You know, I dated one French guy one time. That might have been. Might but have been gay? It could have been French because you know the yeah, French, French are gay. notoriously just. Is it European or gay is a a thing, yeah. Skinny and just like very dainty. Yep. Yeah. Um, So I worked with somebody who was married, Mm -hmm. full-on relationship. Two people. Two people in my life I worked with for long periods of time. One was for a year and a half. One was for many years. And I knew they were gay men, married, and miserable with their lives. Sure. I knew it. I knew knew that was what was, was going down. Um, but they both instances, by the way, the wives thought that maybe it was a phase or they could change them or whatever. No, they never changed. <laughs> Hence with the 11 months itch and Aaron Rodgers, eh, she's mm-hmm. not changing that. You're not changing. Right. Something else is wrong with Aaron Rodgers. You know, 
I mean, I'd venture to say something else is wrong with Olivia Munn, but I know you love her, so I'm not going to say any more well, here's about the, I, your I don't girlfriend. Know her. But I don't know her. I think there's something else past there. A, a few workday yeah. sits, right? I right. Don't, I don't know. There, there could be a box of crazy at home. Now, there's some sure. other people that maybe, perhaps, we've named on this show. I can tell you they're fucking crazy, and that's why they they've got their own shit going on. Sure. Maybe one of them today was was mentioned. Um, it's fucking crazy, and it's just they've got they, they've got their own personal shit going on, right? Right. Um, but you know, for the most part, most of them are fucking boring. I'm assuming Ryan Reynolds is probably pretty fucking boring, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That th- that was the point of that. Is like, yeah, um, he's not drinking gin. He's not drinking gin. He's not going out and blowing it out. It's like working out, um, working on social media, yeah. meetings with his friends, sleep very early. Not a lot of alcohol. He's got writers for social media, by the way. Yeah. If you well, ever wonder smart, why he's got a great... Smart. Yes, 100%. Um, 100%. What did somebody say? He's not Twitter gay. Account? He's just from France. That's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, same with Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm not gay. I'm just That's from Atlanta. That's what they were playing Ooh, on. Yeah, AJ is from Atlanta, Craig said. Yeah. AJ Gamble's from Atlanta. Right. I'm from Atlanta. He's from I'm Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta. Um, but yeah, I, look. Fuck, man. I don't know. The one thing Look, I will say about Ryan Reynolds is this. To cap this off, I'm, I'm just glad that he's embraced Van Wilder and just decided to ride that out. Because there was a lot of years where he was trying to be a serious actor and the whole fucking sure, shit, right? Sure, 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 And then once he just started being Van Wilder again, which is exactly what Deadpool is, and I hate to fucking ruin it for everybody else, right? Yeah. If you watch Deadpool, it's just, it's just Van Wilder. That's right. all it is in a, in a costume. Right. You know? Do you even have to wear that if you're just doing a voiceover when you're in, what, inside a costume? I don't think that's him. I remember Ed Norton on um, it's not him, The Hulk, is it? on The Incredible Hulk. Did you know that Ed Norton only worked eight days on set? The rest of it was voiceover of like, oh, I'm a fucking CGI grain man. Yeah, that's kind of what I wonder about Deadpool. Like, he's not, he's only going in for voiceover yeah. and when the mask is off. Yeah. And I liked, uh, so we, we, you know, our child likes to watch those Thursday night game nights, which are great, by the way. Um, better than actual sports that are going on right now. Holy moly is awesome. Yeah. Uh, the other one, Don't, which Don't's is Ryan Reynolds' funny, show yeah. where he does the voiceovers and shit. Like, he, it's, it's just very Ryan it's Reynolds. Great. It's funny. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I don't know why I just didn't embrace that for years, what the other shit was about. It's, it's always strange to me. Being Look. who you were meant to be. You know, the best at being who they were meant to be was uh-huh. in this life was probably Bruce Willis. Nobody enjoyed being Bruce Willis more than Bruce Willis. Oof. You know? Yeah. And he's yeah. always funny, affable. I believe that he could fucking knock you out in a bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I believe it. And what he, was the, he was like on the, ahead of the actors being in bands trend, oh, right? Yeah. Where he was like in a band. And, <laughs> you know, like uh, I think probably played bass or just sang. I think he just sang in the yeah. band, right? Kind of very Keanu Reeves, Kevin Costner. Uh, route. Right? And I remember, I remember when Kevin Smith did that movie with him, that cop movie, the buddy cop movie with him and like Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Smith had a fucking problem with him, and uh, I guess Bruce Willis was like, "Look, I'll just kick the shit out of you on set." I can totally see that. Like, love that. It's Bruce Willis, bro. I love that. And Kevin Smith told this story about what an asshole Bruce Willis was. That's exactly what I expected about Bruce Willis. Like, I do miss the days when like your actor, actors, yeah. actresses could be like crazy fun mess they would get into fights and shit now it's ryan reynolds and jennifer lopez where it's like 
They're just fucking boring. It's a, it's a machine. Um, they're the machines. They're it's robots. Machine, they're yeah. unattainable bullshit. They're yeah. trying to act like they have fun all the time, and they absolutely do not. Miserable. Miserable. Look at the rock schedule. That rock clock app. Have fun with his life, and let me know if that's if that that's a blast. Uh, yeah. Let me know. When let me know how fun. Is, yeah. is scheduled in there for his tequila drinking all day long. Right. Let me know how fun it is to hang out with someone like that. Yeah. That needs to be in bed, propped up on all their pillows at 7.30. Yep. Completely asleep, right? Crack no shit. alcohol no. ever. A bit of one cup of oatmeal in the morning. Crack you know what I mean? shit uh, is what I'm saying. Same with fucking celebrities drinking liquor. No, you're not. No, you're fucking not, dude. Tequila, I'll tell you what, Clooney was actually drinking his shit. He drinks. Yeah, I, th- he I fun. think he'd, yeah. Yeah. Right, but he's old school. Like, he is. Yes. He's an old school actor. That was he the harkens last back it, by to the way. like. That, that Rat Pack, um, the new one, with sure. Brad Pitt and those guys, that was right. the last of it. Now it's all. But they've also moved into that world, too, where, like, Brad Pitt's fucking sober, sober now. Yeah. And, like. You know, boring. And Bradley Cooper could not be more boring. Yeah. <laughs> could not be a more boring person that when you see them, you're like, man, like fucking a star is born. You're like, that guy is so fucking cool, dude. Yeah. I bet he drinks whiskey and just like hangs out. Like, nope. 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 Not a prayer. <laughs> like they're a cor- they're corporations now. Yeah. They're all LLCs and corporations and they have to follow strict rules in order to keep their job because the the days of like you being rumored to have a coke addiction and like going out one night and partying and beating your girlfriend up a little bit those days are gone yeah and it's sad to see tell me something girl. nope he's not cool you want no, you want to party with cool. Bradley Cooper he's not cool you're gonna have some form of vegan meal mm-hmm. uh, no drinks yep and uh, you can tell the waiter to not even bring he'll over have that a bread model basket. with him too that's so fucking boring like. Yeah. You won't get along with her. Do you know what I mean? I'll be yeah. like, oh, great. Be like, you want to, do you want to split some nachos, bitch? And she'll be like, what? Yeah. And I'll be like, God damn it. Yep. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it, Jabes. Um, happy birthday to Ben Affleck, by the way. Oh, really? You know I love... Uh, Leo season. Affleck. We're in Leo season. I don't even know what that means, but... Uh, Buddy, get Affleck. with the times. Get with Proud the times. Uh, his, it appears his girlfriend bought him a new motorcycle. And uh, the, the two of them are out for a little jaunt. Oh, and fun. Yeah, one of those old-timey ones, you know? Just trying to catch one real smile in his life. One of life. those Indian givers. What are, what are they called? Motorcycles? The Indian... Uh, it's the Indians, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Somebody it, in the comments an, will know. Giorgio, you motorcycle guy? Nah. Not a prayer. There's um, an Indian, the motorcycle. Yeah, but it's something Indian something, you know? The okay. old Indian givers, what what I'll call it. Okay. Anyways, no um, yeah, he's just trying to catch like one, five minutes of joy in his life yeah. because he has none. And uh, he was doing it there. I finally saw a Did look he of smile happiness. A little yeah, bit? yeah, yeah. He's yeah. on lots of drugs. Yeah. yeah. Well, legal now. Legal. Prescribed. But, uh, you know, it was fun to see. It was fun to see for was it? for just was one it moment. Sad? Ben Affleck having fun. Yeah. Makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me sad to see someone that was just so fun, crazy partier. Yeah. Just fucking on a, a motorcycle, just trying to fucking catch a smile. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> just chasing one genuine smile all day. It's sad to see. 
It is sad to it's see. Sad to see. Um, you know what's happy to see is a ghost bed mattress in front of your house from ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You and I just started rapping today. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to We're gonna have to keep going. Indian Jades. motorcycle. Um, dum dum. Just an Indian? Yes. Uh, Indian scouts, somebody's saying maybe. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Finest mattresses in the land. If you're a member of the military, a first responder. A teacher or a government worker, you're getting 30% off everything in the entire store. Um, crazy. Uh, if you're a regular civilian like myself, 25% off. And if you order a mattress, you get two free pillows. As always, they got a 36-month pay-as-you-go program at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And all of those deals you can bundle together and then boom, put it on the no interest program for 36 months. You're good to go. Sleep in comfort. Um, fucking... Three years, dude. That's it. We're the shit. That's like 30 bucks a month for the best fucking mattresses on the planet. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com, James. Boom, 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 boom. Shablon. Oh, you okay, James? Yeah. Yeah, that Terramana. The what? Like ki- oh, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. The rock tequila. Mm-hmm. Strikeforce Energy is the greatest. I've got some in here right now. Uh, I put it in a little croy. Oof, deadly combo. Strikeforceenergy.com. It's got the finest energy pouches. They're the only energy pouches in the land, to be honest with you. Last longer than five hour energy. Your energy pouch, huh? Yeah. You got a full pouch. energy pouch yeah. right now. You got a full, uh, put a little my pouch. My pouch. Oh. Uh, yeah, nice, isn't it? Um, four amazing flavors, grape, original lemon, and orange. Rip it open and squeeze it into any liquid available. No carbs, no sugars, no gluten. If you're worried about that, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, again, man, that's the only thing that keeps me rocking all day long. Um, so go to strikeforceenergy.com today. Promo code revolution, 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world. Uh, on the same boxes you see at 7-Eleven, it's the same. They ship to your house. So you're fucking rocking it. Rocking I saw, it. I saw the oldest woman in the world last night turned 116 years old. Did you? Yeah. Sad. Do you want to live to be that long? Nope. Nope. Me neither. Nope. Knowing what you know now or what's going on now? No. I, just, I think I'd walk right out into the COVID. You think? Yeah. At mm. 116? Yeah. Oh. That's too much. But you're not walking anyway, are, are, are you? I'd f- wheel myself right to, to downtown LA, right to Skid Row, and just catch some good old-fashioned COVID and call it a life. Yeah. Call it I a life. I never, I never, yeah. never, never. No. How, how long do I want to live? Um, let's say maybe by that time there may be some kind of pill, some kind of magic pill, more NAD injections, some fucking... <sighs> boy juice I can you know what I mean yeah put into my blood stream and so maybe 85 I, I can tell you this 90 um, mine because I'm 32 right now if this goes on for another year sure I'll be 33 you can call it and I'll be fine with life oh. I don't want to go through the this shit that we're currently going through mm-hmm. for another fucking year right you can go ahead and take my life away um if I have to go through this for another fucking year with go dealing with what? people the the mask and all the bullshits oh, like calm down nope not going to. Calm Went down. to a gym um, sure. for the first time in like a month, right? Since right. this move. Right. Living out of suitcases. You know I had to wear a fucking mask through the entire workout. Yep. Because that's what it is. Shouldn't I be. did know that. 
I did know that. You did. Yeah, I did because so, that's the way this fucking shit works, bro. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it back now. Oh, to North Carolina. Sure. Uh, my mama, mi madre, talked to her last night. Her gym is open. Mm-hmm. No mask. Right. You don't have to wear a mask there. Right. You wear a mask in. Uh, you take it off, put it in your pocket, workouts, mm-hmm. and then wear a mask on the way out. I felt like I was gonna fucking die in that mm-hmm. mask. Right. Yeah, I'm just breathing in my own shit, heavy breathing on it or yeah. whatever. Um, I was like, eh, this can't be the way. This can't be life anymore. Right. So if this goes on for another year, go ahead. I'll, I'll walk out into the COVID. Okay. I'll be playing Hello by Adele, the number one song in the world. Yeah. Most downloaded female artist song right. of all time. Right. And just go walk right on out in that wave of COVID, you know? Okay. I mean, that, that's a lot. It. It's a bit much. Not really. Um, it's what I was sort of talking about in the beginning. Um, as far as just hysterics. Oh, no, no, no. This isn't hysterics. This oh, is this just is a, a calm suicide? It is. It's just a choice of living a certain way. And it's like, eh, I don't really want to live like that anymore. Okay. I mean, you know? right. I'll walk right out into the COVID. Ah, I wish it was like a, like, I will rent a fog machine full of COVID. Like LA, just go to a prop department in LA. Mm-hmm. And just be like, hey man, go get all those fog machines and, uh, Put some COVID in there. I want to see it just flood, flood my whole shit. You know? Right. Even right. I'm not of the age to die from it. Like whatever is out there. So I'm sure it'll be something next year. Some spider dick will be injected into people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, from an air conditioning or something weird will happen next year. And if that's the case, we're all masked up and doing the shit. Go ahead and, you just go ahead and end it. Right. Um, because the more and more the shit goes on, the more and more ridiculous it is. Uh, Disney. Um, fucking Disney. The app for kids, mm-hmm. cartoons for kids. What they're celebrating today was um, that they had their first bisexual lead character in a child's cartoon. Okay. Um, apparently that was not represented enough. No, I don't think so at all. Nah. Do you know you're bisexual as a kid? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Real strange, right? Yeah. So when I read it, they were like, oh my God, isn't this great? This is the first like... Are they like teenagers? Thing. It's, it's fucking cartoon people. They yeah, look like I guess. They're kids. not real. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. 14. 14. All right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So the character is 14 years old. I think you do know. At 14? Yeah, from what I've heard. Bi- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. You don't say. When's, when's the first time you knew you were attracted to girls? Um, when I put a dick in my mouth. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, 12, 13, 14. No. Younger? Yeah, dude, like kindergarten. Okay. I was one of the first people well, to invite girls to like a Some would a argue party. that if you're gay, you would know then that you're attracted to boys, right? N- no. Because I didn't know. I didn't really know what the fuck. I, I didn't know anything of the fuck that was going on. Okay. Well, then I mean actually attracted to where you're like, oh, you see them in that different way, right? Like before you see them for like, oh shit, those boobs are like, I like that, right? Right. Um, before that, you're just kind of like, oh, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do and having friends and I'm like inviting girls over and this is like sure. what cool guys do and this is what I see in movies or whatever. But that shift... Which usually happens like middle school, right? Where you start to be like, oh, or sixth grade, where you start to like notice people in a sexual way. Right. I think it's 12, 13, 14. Okay. From what I've heard. So you, you think Disney got it right then? I mean, I, yeah. Right? Like if somebody 
there's there's plenty of 14 year olds that are okay. dealing with their sexuality, right? So and the point of that is to see someone in a Disney movie that you can be like, oh, okay, it's okay for me to think yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, course. right, right? Of course. Yeah, it's um, not hurting anybody. My, my question, though, is in a cartoon. Okay. Because um, we've all seen cartoons. Sure. For Disney Plus. Right. On Disney Plus. <laughs> when would that come up in a conversation? <laughs> right. Um, hey, what'd you have for lunch today? Nothing. Can I see your tit? What? Why, Sarah? Because right. I'm bisexual. Yeah, I'm guessing it's not going to be that, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Thankfully, you did not write for this show, but, um, well, how would you write that in? <laughs> we know how you would have written it in. I, um, I would look at the executives and be like, all right, cool. It's fine. If you want to make a, a cartoon character by, but how do you introduce that into a cartoon? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the cartoon is about. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the cartoon is about. I don't know if they're falling in love with someone or they have a crush on someone or I don't know. Yeah. Right. I mean, let's see. Uh, it says, what is it saying? It's, it's, it's a CNN article. It says diversity. Sure. It's making its way into Disney. And look, I'm playing devil. Okay. So it's like two Did, girls. Wait, wait, oh, wait, hang on. I'm going to read this headline to you on CNN. Okay. Okay. Disney confirms its first bisexual lead character who is also multicultural. <laughs> the 14, the 14 year old Dominican American girl, Luce Nosita. Big. It's your Spanish heritage. I know it's coming to... through. It's coming through. <laughs> it's not, it's not Disney's first LGBTQ plus character. Pixar featured a gay main character in a short film on Disney plus, but Okay. Luce, Luce is the first bisexual character to make a Disney debut. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, so it's going to be, the series is called The Owl House. It follows Luce, Luce's adventures um, <laughs> to becoming a witch. Even okay. though she doesn't have any magical abilities. Okay. Why, why is that uh, important to be bisexual as a witch? Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. How do you work that into a storyline? Sure, Just sure, sure, sure. again, not that I'm a best-selling Look, author. I, if anything, anyone is seeing this picture, though, I if am. you pull up the, um, article, it's a very low budge commercial, um, uh, cartoon that probably no one will see. It's so, on Disney. It is on Disney, you know, yeah. but, but, uh, very low quality. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so the, the writer said um, she identifies as bisexual, okay? Okay. Um, I, I don't know that it's necessary to say that I identify with it. You can just say I am bisexual, right? Why do you have to say you identify with it? Oh, what? The character? I no, the writer. Oh, the writer yeah. identifies Wouldn't as... Wouldn't you just say you are? Um... Hey, man, I'm bisexual. Not that I identify with it. Like, hey, identify kind of means like, eh. Hey, man. I'd, I'd like to try a dick. That'd be like me peeking over at Giorgio going, eh, I'd put his dick in my mouth. Calm down because that's yeah. sexual harassment. Sure, sure, sure. So We don't have an HR department here, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, well, we're going to have to get bad. one. We're going to have to get one if you keep talking about Giorgio's dick, okay? Um, but it says here that she identifies as bisexual. Again, if you are one, just say you are. Say it with pride. 
That's what Pride Month is all about, is being proud of yourself if and you all your decisions one, in your life. If, if you are one. If you are one, if you're a bisexual, just get and say it. You don't say I identify with it. Right. You just say I'm a right. fucking bisexual, dude. Right. If you're gay. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm bi. <laughs> hey, man. I'm bi. Yeah. Right. Let's party. Yeah. I'm bi. Yep. Let's flip it, dude. Yep. Let's fucking Cardi B this shit. The frat guy is telling you how to come out, guys. Yeah, dude. Just say I'm bi. Who hey, cares, man. man? I'm bi. Yeah. I remember it was a sup, dude. Sup, I'm bi, bro. There was a dude. Who's my, your team? There was a dude in my fraternity who was gay and he never told anybody. Sure. And I saw him at this uh, buddy of mine went to get coke one night. I'm going to mm. say who that was. Walked into this house and it was full of gay dudes, shirtless, sweating, dancing their ass off, having the fucking greatest house party I've ever seen. Sure. And he was there in the middle of it, um, you know, sweating, getting licked by another dude. And he froze. And I was like, ah, shit. I didn't know you were gay. Right. Well, fucking A, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, you don't care? I was like, no, I don't fucking care, dude. Right. You don't say I identify with it. Say I'm fucking gay. Be proud of it. Well. You know, either way. Uh, know. The writer says she identifies as bisexual, so she wanted to write about a bisexual character, so she pushed Disney to allow this character to happen. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my stubbornness paid off. Right. And now I'm very supported by Disney leadership. It's not really true. Disney just doesn't have a choice anymore. Neither does any other network or studio to listen to all of this stupid shit and write in a 14-year-old witch character uh, that is a cartoon that will somehow have some bisexual relationship on screen with another cartoon. Um, Here's the thing. Newsflash for cartoons out there. You can't have any sexual shit in there. Right. Can't. It's got to be rated G. Therefore... Two chicks just can't make out in the middle of a fucking cartoon. It's not part of the rating system. I think they can make out. Not two girls. Can't do it. Why? I don't know. It's part of the ratings. No, it's not. Yeah. So part of the MPAA ratings is if there is some form of different thing, they have to give that a different rating. Therefore, the Elton John thing, for example. Mm. Um, There was that sex scene in there, which I didn't think was that bad. It was hilarious. I'd never seen two dudes mish before like that. Sure. And you know nothing makes me laugh harder than a male gay sex scene, and I love them all the time. But when I saw it, I was like, eh, that need the R for that? Um, You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it was two dudes, I guess so. Because if that was a chick and a dude? No, there was other stuff that was R. What else? That would make it R. Did Did you catch a ball in there? No, just like... Uh, language, I think, and drug use, and all right, yeah. But those yeah, are yeah, all yeah. stipulations in there, so right. Yeah. I don't think I think a sex scene is a sex scene, right? And I don't. I think the ratings are any nudity, sure, any sexual activity, right? It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't stipulate in the ratings whether the sexual activity is between two girls, two guys, whatever. Ah, fuck! Look at this. They added a plus to it. LGBTQ plus now. Yeah. Um, that's because that's just going to keep going, right? So they, they finally just capped it at that. Yeah. And put a plus on the end yeah, of it. Yeah, because there's just a lot. That was necessary. More, yeah. Cause there, there was just was a lot of letters at that point. A lot of letters and a lot of different um, variations, you know. A lot of consonants. Yeah. And, and again, I'm looking at the owl house right now. Real curious how they're going to fit that in. Right. I'll give it a Peeksies, you know. I'll give the owl house a Peeksies now that that, uh, that chick is by. You know, will you? I don't know. Um, <laughs> look, it's fine. I'm probably not going to watch it, but I don't need to. 
Ah, I'll give it. I'll, I'll give it a. Right? I'm just curious so as a, a writer. Confused kid, maybe I would. But maybe I, don't, I, I guess as a I writer, I'm just kind of curious how they jam that into a, a storyline and make it seem natural, you know, into a kid's cartoon. Right. It's a tough one. That's a tough one. But I guess look, if the Rock is out drinking tequila every day, you can be shredded, and that's all possible too, right? Sure. Um, and through Christ, anything is possible. Absolutely. Jesse will tell you that every single yep, day. I'll tell you every single um, day. And according to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, sure. um, we can all be our true selves if we really just look at the stars. I have no idea what that, that religion is, um, mm-hmm. uh, but it sounded good coming out of my mouth. Right. Uh, so, Jabes, tonight's uh, DNC, are you going to watch any of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know how your feelings were. About what? If you got down like that. Got down like what? Uh, where you're like, all right, cool. I want to check out all these speakers and all this shit. Or if you're just like, dude, I'm, I'm all done with this. No, I'll check out stuff like that. I, okay. I, am, I am continuing to be informed. I just will not go down any hysterical um, rabbit holes with anyone. CNN, Fox, you, no one. Sure. But I will watch things to stay informed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, well, yeah, I get down like that, if you will. Okay. Well, we'll check it out, you know? Because last night during Yellowstone, you said, I'm out of here. Yeah, well, I smoked too much weed. And it was, you, you deuced it, dude. You were like, I'm, I'm good tonight. Yeah, and you, you know, know, Yellowstone. Hasn't been I hate great to this year. Say, I hate to say, it's just not really, it's, a, it's very Costner heavy. We're, um, we're caught up now. And I, I want to say this, because we were holding off our opinion. Uh, Yellowstone is not very good this season. And I don't know how many times you're going to have the same storyline of they're trying to take our land. It, right. <laughs> or like the same storyline of like, you know, the Cole Hauser and crazy chick. It's like, okay, right. it's okay. But like, do I want them to get married? No, I yes. want them to have crazy sex and fucking fight. And I want her to get drunk and smoke cigarettes all over the place naked. That's what I wanted. Now we're starting to settle down. A lot of Costner. Yeah. Heavy Costner. Yep. A lot of that Indian chick. A lot of thousand yard stairs and long sips of coffee. A lot of wolves and teepees. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of wolves and tents. Yep. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I mean. Which you know why, right? What? Dances with wolves, James. Come on. We're going full circle now, Costner. Come on, man. Really? Sometimes, Jesse, it's like I don't even know you. It's like I don't even know who you are. Um, but yeah, we're, we, we just can't get what down on it? Yellowstone, uh, oh, yes. this season. Hopefully it ends with a bang. Obviously there's going to be a marriage, you know, a, a, like a wedding and, and all of that. Yeah. Shit. It'll be a Cole Hauser crazy chick wedding. It'll be super fucking normal. And she'll be like nice when I like, I don't know when that fucking happened. Like I, I leaned over to you last night and I was like, you know, it'd be hilarious is if they did sell their land and then you just saw them in like Vegas at the Cosmo, like, you know, normal partying. Yeah, it's the only way. Not wearing like. Cool shit. Like, they're all wearing dorky-ass shit from the gift shop at the Cosmo. You know, or the Bellagio. It'd be great. It'd be really funny. Something's got to kick this season into gear. Um, I always root for a death. And uh, it's it's usually the Indian girl or or their kid. The way that they're going now, it's got to be a twin. You know? Like, a twin comes (laughs) and, like, somebody's adopted. And, you know, I don't know. At this point, it's it's a little... (laughs) <laughs> soap, you know, there's a little soap opera ish to it, and now that always that is always what happens to a show when it like does well. They have to really like yeah keep you going. But I need to see a good old fashioned wooden dummy like Timmy from Passions, um, the soap opera 
And if there's anyone out there who catches that reference, congratulations. Congratulations. You're, you're a real hombre with me. James. Yeah, buddy. Look great. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Really doing it these days, you know? Thanks. Um, kids, we're, we'll be back in the studio here uh, soon. They're building it now. Um, we're getting designs uh, as we speak. I would say 10 days we'll be up and running, fully operational in the studio. And uh, we'll be able to throw shit back up on the screen and, uh, and kind of chit-chat about what's going on. Right now, I'm a gigantic man in a tiny chair. And uh, I can't really find the people that are commenting and shit like that on YouTube. But I know you're out there. And I know that um, uh, we're grateful for, for you uh, watching every day. We'll be with you. Be with you tomorrow. Be with you tomorrow. And uh, we'll be back in the studio soon, Jabes, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables. I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon.